Revelation chapter 22. We've come to the end of our study. I want to remind you that if if I have an opinion about some of the things in here, I've stated this was my opinion. Everything else that we read in there is absolutely true. You can go to the bank with it. This is what the future holds. The most important two chapters for us are chapters 2 and 3, because that's the letters to the church, which is to us in time. Now today we come to the very end, where John says, I saw a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of, the, of it, and on either side of the river, there was the tree of life. That's the same tree that was in the Garden of Eden. We don't hear about that tree anymore until the very end. Remember, when Adam and Eve disobeyed God and sinned, we know there were two trees in the garden. There was the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it is my opinion, I emphasize, that God did not want us to live forever in sin and evil. So he did not want them to eat the tree of life. So he put them out of the garden and he put angels to guard the way into it because he knew that he would send his son to die to have us cleansed of sin. One day we would live with him in the new Jerusalem and there we could eat of the tree of life because our sin would be no more. <clears throat> it has 12 manner of fruits and it yielded her fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Won't that be a glorious time when the nations are no longer fighting? I've reached the point that I can hardly watch the news, which I've been so interested in all my life, because everyone is fighting. I long for the day that it will be healed. And then verse 3, there'll be no more curse. The curse that was placed on, on the earth in the Garden of Eden will be removed. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants will serve him. I want to repeat again, in the New Jerusalem, God will be there. And then it says in the next verse, they, which is we, will see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. There shall be no more night, no need of candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. There will be no end. So today, you and I, as we live in time, waiting for the next big event, which is the rapture, we should be preparing ourselves for the life that we will live in heaven with God, with Jesus Christ, with all the brethren forever and ever. And in verse 6, he said to John, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets 
sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. The word shortly doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow, but it means once it starts happening, it will be quick in secession. And then he speaks and he says, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keeps the saying of the prophecy of this book. That's Jesus Christ speaking. That's not the angel speaking to John. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Now listen to this next verse. And be sure you understand it. The angel spoke to John and said, Don't do that. I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren the prophets, and them which keep the sayings of this book. Worship God. Don't worship angels. Don't worship your Bible. Don't worship your Bible teacher. Worship God. And he said to me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Revelation has never been a sealed book, meaning man cannot understand it. It has always been here. It is always understandable. As I told you when we began, I have had the great fortune over the last 50 years to have great Bible teachers that have helped me grasp the word of truth in the Old Testament as well as in the New. You have to have a background of the writings of the scriptures to understand it, but it is understandable, as I hope you have seen through our study. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. The way you end up is the way you're going to be. I remember my, my first Bible teacher said, if you die in sin, you live in that way forever and ever. If you die a holy person forgiven by the death and shed blood of Jesus Christ, you will be holy always. In verse 12 in chapter 22, again, Jesus speaks. He says, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. What is the work? I've tried to impress you with the fact that your work is what you allow the Spirit of God to do in and through you. That is why I encourage people to allow the Spirit of God to control you day by day, moment by moment, to teach you His Word, to convict you of sin, so that you can confess it, be free from it, and live a victorious Christian life for which you will be rewarded. Then Jesus said, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I am the first and I am the last. Now, here's the blessing. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they might have right to the tree of life and may enter in 
through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Verse 16, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root, the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come. Let us hear, let the hearer say, come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. It's yours for the asking. For I testify unto every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book. Here's the warning. Take heed, my friends. If any man shall add unto these things, God will add unto him the plagues written in this book. If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Be careful. Don't water down the word. Don't add to the word. Believe it on face value. He which testifieth these things said, Surely I come quickly. The Lord Jesus Christ will come quickly one day. Nobody knows when. If anyone tells you a date, don't believe it. No one knows but the Father. He said, I come quickly. Amen. Amen means so be it. It is written. You can't change it. I can't change it. We shouldn't try, but we should accept it. Even so come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Remember, Lord, he's the head. He's the controller. He's the provider. Jesus is the name the angel told Mary and Joseph to give their son who would be born and die to save the world from their sins. Christ means the anointed one. So with that name, we have the anointed man who was sent to be Lord of the universe. I pray that we will take seriously his lordship, allow him to do what he wants to do in and through us. The last word in this great book is Amen. I close my time with you by saying, so be it. Again, thank you for listening. Review this if necessary. Share it with others. And God bless you and keep you in his perfect peace. Thank you for listening and studying this wonderful book with me.